Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with Whistle Realty Group and EXP Realty here in San Diego. I am Brian Kochi, the marketing director here at Whistle Realty Group in San Diego. <laughs> Shut up. We got to give Brian some ice cream. He's I'm fading. Tired, man. He got some sun today for like two hours. We got to go play with lions, tigers, and bears. It was pretty rad. It was very awesome. Yeah, cool. Well, the goal of our show, guys, is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics that you need to go out there and crush it in your business. And the way that we like to do that is to answer the questions that you have for us. And we like to do it within 30 minutes or less. We want this to be the kind of show that you can consume on your way to or from work. Um, So if you have questions you want to have answered on the show, go to thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions, subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, join our referral network. A lot of people are leaving California. You can uh, join our Facebook group and find out about upcoming events like our Media Mayor Mastermind, which is a 16-hour course where we go super, super deep into nothing but video and kind of share everything we've learned over the last six years of cranking out videos together. And if you guys enjoyed the show today, we'd love it if you can subscribe and give us a review. Those reviews really go a long way. So whether um, you're on iTunes, hook us up with a review there or uh, hit that like button if you're watching on YouTube. We'd really appreciate that. I went to go write a review on iTunes, and then I realized this is really, that would be dumb. To review your own show? Yeah. I, I do this show. I like it. It's good. Brian likes cats. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what your review would say. And and probably my, my iTunes handle is probably Brian Kochi or Brian Doc. So it's it's not, we were like, bro, you can't, you can't rate your own oh, thing. Oh, everybody does. Really? Oh, yeah. Did you do it? No. It feels weird. It's it's not cool. Anyway, cool. Good. I'm glad I'm not cool then. Wait, no, I'm glad I am cool. You are cool because you didn't do it. Yeah, I didn't do the not cool. Great job, Brian. All right. What are we talking about today? Events. Okay. Uh, Obviously, COVID has come. um, And some places COVID has gone. Um, But it has changed our lives, I think, probably forever. Um, And one of the things that it really disrupted were events of all kinds. Real estate events, weddings, weddings. office meetings uh, people going to offices school schools it's it's disrupted literally how we interact with each other face to face and sometimes pre- prevented people from interacting face to face actually a lot of places so uh Kyle you had some predictions on how you see events happening especially in the real estate space moving forward and and you think it's going to be significantly different I do tell me what you think because I think it's I don't know if I agree with you yet. I'm curious what you say. All right. So my opinion is that... And treat this as fact, guys. It's his opinion, so it's obviously fact. <laughs> my opinion is that the demand for events in the future is going to be significantly higher than it ever has been. Okay. I how think, far in the future? Uh, from, from here going... Months, okay. Within 12 months, right? So some states like... We're recording this at the end of September, and Florida has just said, "F it, let's open everything back up." Um, they've they've kind of thrown caution to the wind, um, and then there's other states like California, where we are, where it's still pretty locked down. So, you know, this is obviously going to vary from place to place. But being that you now have a state that is said, you guys can pretty much do whatever the hell you want. Events are going to start happening, right? Um, I think you know, prior to COVID there were events and people would go to them but i think after covid people are going to want to go to a lot more of them because what's happened is we've all been so isolated so secluded 
since March or whenever the lockdown in your area. I mean, we're going on six plus months now, right? I, I saw a meme the other day that was like, happy six month anniversary to let's just shelter in place for 14 days and this thing will be gone, right? It's, we're six months past that now. Um, and I think we still have six plus months to go before you know some of the other states like ours really open back up again. So the thing is, people are craving community right now way more than they ever have. I got the uh, privilege of going to a small group event recently. There was like 14 people in a room that held 140. Uh, so I got to go. That was what they were allowing, at least at that time in Arizona. And that felt amazing to get back in a room with other smart people, hang out, have food, have drinks, chill by the pool, and just shoot the shit and like talk to other humans. I think that people are going to want that community so much more on the back end of it to the point it's going to change real estate a lot. I think that you're going to see a lot of agents not want to be solo agents anymore. I think people are going to realize they've just been on this island alone and they're going to want community way more than they ever have before. So I think you're going to see teams do much better. I think you're going to see a lot of people want to be a part of something bigger because as we start coming out of the back end of this thing and you start going to events and you realize how nice it is to be in a room with other really smart people and you realize like for the last six, 12 months, whatever it is, I've been like stuck at home, like working in like the fucking closet because it's the only room I had in my house and like my kids banging on the door and <laughs> you know, the dogs barking in the background and then the UPS, you know, girls at the door and then the, the landscapers are out there mowing the lawn. And then I got somebody, you know, knocking on the door to sell me solar when they already got solar in my house. Like <laughs> that shit sucks. Right? Like, so you're thinking about like when you were in this isolated little bubble and now you're in this room with a bunch of other really smart people and you're going to want more of that. I think you're going to see a lot of people want more they're really going to realize how valuable that community is because what's been happening is there's been events now that are happening. Tony Robbins, I think, uh, totally did what Tony Robbins does and did it different than anybody else and just brought it to another level where he built this studio where I don't even know how big it is, but it was just like this giant circle with Zoom all the way around it, like thousands of people on these walls of Zoom. And I thought that was freaking cool because yep. at least now I think it was more cool for him than anybody else. That's because true. He goes for like 12 hours straight, no break, no bathroom, nothing. He goes for like 12 straight hours, but it's because he's feeding off the crowd and the energy. If he was just standing in a studio by himself, that would have been terrible. So it was really smart of him to have the zoom wall so he could see faces and people dancing and jumping and all of that stuff that happens at a Tony Robbins event. So that was cool. But the thing is, as soon as the events over, as soon as the zoom ends, then what happens? You go back to sitting in your fucking closet with your dog barking, your kid climbing on you, the UPS driver, the lawnmower and all the things, and right? And the solar seller. And the solar guy selling you solar when you already have solar. <laughs> like you go right back to that. So what people are going to realize is that part of the event was cool, but we're going to, everybody's going to realize the part of the event that's really cool is everything that happens outside of the conference hall. People are going to realize how valuable that breakfast was that they got to have with, you know, you walk in a restaurant, you see two other people with lanyards and like, hey, come have a seat. You don't even know who the hell they are. And they invite you over and you sit down and now you're sitting there masterminding 
about how you're using Sisu in your business and how you're tracking all your numbers and doing all this cool stuff. And then you go to lunch and somebody's like, hey, we're gonna do a Ylopo mastermind at lunch. And you're like, well, I'm on Ylopo, you're on Ylopo, like, let's all get together. Let's share what it is that we're doing with Ylopo. And then it's like, hey, there's a happy hour happening. Everybody that's got yep. follow-up boss is getting together and talking about best practices with that. People are gonna realize how valuable all those other parts of these events are. And they're gonna want a lot more of that. Yeah, we just did our Tom Ferry Summit. Uh, I've been going. I've gone every year but one. Um, it's my favorite event of the year. Um, there were a few technical glitches, but that's whatever. I'm not. I'm not mad at it. It happens. Um, but it definitely did not have the same energy, the same vibe. I didn't come, and I don't. I don't know. Tom, I think did above and beyond of what was ex- what I expected him to do, but it still didn't have that same vibe. The fact that you, again, my favorite part of, as much as I love Tom Ferry, my favorite part of the event is from about 5 p.m. to about 11 p.m. I can't stay out much later than that. <laughs> um, but that's my favorite time, the dinner, the happy hour, the getting together afterwards and say, oh, what did you learn? And then working on implementing a plan right there. Um, that didn't happen here. Um, and again, it, it, I, I, so I agree with you there. I do think the next 12 months is, is going to be a big boom I think it's going to calm down again, um, but I am ready to do stuff face to face again. Our media mayor mastermind that we did online, I think, was we, we had it planned for March. We had it, it was planned literally for March. like three days before the lockdown. Yeah, um, and we did it in June. We did it online. It was good, but I'm like, I, I loved it and I hated it because I said, look. I couldn't see people in their face. I, we couldn't have that one-off conversation. The things with Zoom is, is, is you have a, a conversation with someone. But if I'm like, I don't really want to hear what Kyle's talking about. I want to go talk to Tom. You can't do that in a Zoom. So I, I like that kind of being able to split off. I'm ready to go for, for uh, in-person events again. Yeah. We've yeah. got an event coming up uh, for our crew, like all the high-level agents in our EXP group that we're doing in October and obviously we're, we're being responsible and not allowing too many people, but there's probably three times as many people that want to come that we have room for. Like we're having to turn people away because people want that. They want to get back together. They want to be around other smart, intelligent people because being locked in your closet, people are realizing their game is declining. Right? Yeah. Their skills are declining. Your energy's um, declining. Right. A lot of athletes, their, their skills, like we have a couple guys in the office that fight, um, you know, MMA, like they haven't been able to train, right? Like that, the kick punch is going to really get them, right? When we get back to it, if you guys don't know, the kick punch is the ultimate move. If you ever get in a street fight, it's a kick and a punch simultaneously, opposite arm, opposite leg, forward momentum. They go low, they get hit with the kick, they go high, then they get hit with the foot. Like you just can't defend the kick punch, but the our kick guys, or the foot. Yeah, That's you're, good. you're getting it all. So, right. It's people are, <laughs> are losing, right? Like they're, they're losing their skills. They're getting rusty. People are getting comfortable. Their they muscles are get atrophying. Yeah, they want to get back together and they want to grow. And I think you're going to see events are going to become very popular. People want it right now. Those that are, you know, um, at risk and immunocompromised and all that stuff. Yeah, I get it. I respect it. I'm not mad at you. But <laughs> there's a lot of mad I'm mad at you. <laughs> but there's a lot of other people who couldn't care less. Like I've been licking doorknobs trying to get this shit. I can't get it. Um, <laughs> I just want to get it over with, to be honest with you, uh, so I can move on. But 
people are want to get back out. They want to be around each other. And I think you're going to see the demand for events. I don't necessarily know if like the big 5,000 person events are going to have any more increased demand, but the small masterminds. I think they will. I think they will. I think the, the small masterminds especially, but the big groups too, people want to come together, see all their friends. People realize they miss that stuff. Um, I just think in general, you're going to see a lot more demand for events. And I think you're going to see a different level of appreciation for the events where people don't realize the value of all the other things, right? The events is not what happens from nine to five. It's what happens from 12 to 12, right? Yep. It's what happens 24 hours a day because there's so many other things that are happening. I mean, when we go to like the Tom Ferry summit, it's literally going to breakfast with this group, going to lunch with this group, going to happy hour with this group, going to dinner with this group. And then everybody's meeting up here you know, with a whole nother group to hang out at the end of the night for a nightcap. Like you're, you're hanging out with so many different groups of people and you start to realize how valuable it is to talk to this smart group of people and this smart, and these guys are up in Canada and they're doing this amazing thing. And these guys, this guy's from friggin' Ireland doing this crazy stuff. And this person's from Mexico doing this crazy stuff. Like the, the experiences that you get to share with all these people, it's so powerful what happens. So I'm really excited for events to come back. And I think, right, everybody's doing the best they can with these virtual events. But again, the problem is five o'clock, the event's over. Now what? You go back to your closet and you deal with all that same crap all over again. Okay, so I want to take a couple minutes. <clears throat> we talked about a lot high level. Let's make this actionable. If you're watching this, if you're a real estate agent, um, or if you are in whoever your audience is, right? It might be other real estate agents. It might be consumers. How can they take this knowledge of events coming back and utilize it to grow in their business, achieve their goals, whatever it may be. We obviously talked about masterminding, but let's talk about if consumers are goal. Yeah, well, let me give you a couple examples, right? One, recruiting. Um, it's a huge recruiting opportunity because yep. again, people have been in their closet by themselves for months and months. They just want somebody to hug, right? Someone to hold their hand. Uh, people want that stuff. So we're leveraging this. We're with the XP. Obviously, we want to grow the company. So we're running masterminds where we you know, have all the top people within our group at EXP come together. And then we invite guests who can come and experience that community and that want to be a part of it. And that's going to help us grow that. You could do that same thing if you're not at EXP and you're running a team, but you want to grow your team, do an event, invite people in. Let them see what it's like to be a part of your group, to be a part of your community, and they'll want that. And you could grow your team during these times. Um, if you're, you know, if you're looking to to do stuff with consumers, think about people want to get together. What can you do? Like, are movie theaters open in your area? Maybe you could do an event at a movie theater. Um, we're going to be like doing past clients. Past clients, right? Like your past clients haven't gotten out to do anything fun in quite some time. So maybe you do a movie night. Maybe you do like we're going to do in November. Which, dang, that's only like a month away now. Um, we're going to do a pie giveaway, right? Where we call all of the clients we've worked with, our vendors, our referral partners, and we're going to invite them all. Hey, come in the office. We're going to have a, a pie for you. You want a pumpkin pie? You want an apple pie? What are you into? And we're going to have all these fresh baked pies, and they're going to come in, and we'll get to hang out and shoot the shit with them. And what's new? How have, you, how have you been? How's homeschooling going? How's working from home going? All that stuff. Like We get to have community because people are craving community. So think about what can you do with your past clients? I think that's the huge opportunity right now. Yep. Put some sort of event together. Now, it, you know, it <clears> depends <throat> on what state you're in and, and your tolerance level. Maybe you could do small get-togethers. Maybe you want to do a big event. That's up to you. But I would be thinking about what can you do with your past clients um, because everybody's craving community, not just real estate agents. And even one of the things that we kind of talked about earlier today is knowing that people have been cooped up with their kids, with their mother-in-law with their animals knowing that looking and maybe 
you're in somewhere like San Diego that you can't hold huge events. You can't do our, our Santa event like we've done every year. Um, but now thinking of people in mind and saying, hey, let me give the Smith family a getaway. Even if it's a staycation in San Diego, they can stay at a hotel or, 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 or rent out a cool house. You can do something like that. We found a cool place um, that we filmed earlier today that rents out a house on the property. Um, but lions, tigers, and bears. Lions, tigers, and bears. Rawr. Oh, man. <laughs> that is cringy. Um, but to where you can still give the people that have been cooped up an opportunity to get out and think of you, even if it's not together. So that's, that's another way to look at it. For sure. Cool. Cool. Well, yeah, think about that. What events can you be doing, whether it's recruiting to your brokerage, recruiting to your team, or just bringing community together with your past clients? There's a lot of opportunity right now. Everybody wants it. Just throw an event. Watch what happens. Everybody's going to be lining up to be a part of it. Home buying seminar? Um, We've I never think, had super success with those. Yeah. I think – I know people have had good luck with these online or at least were, but I, I think you could do them in person now. I yeah. think you do them somewhere. Again, you know, right now you space them six feet apart, whatever. Uh I think you, there's going to be demand for anything that brings people together. Like they can come out and they could have some food and a drink and learn like, and be around other people. Everybody wants to be around other people. I promise you. I'm an only child. I need it really bad. Like, <laughs> and you know what? Alcohol kills germs. But everybody's basically, so. everybody's going to have like only child <laughs> syndrome coming out. It's, they just want friends. They just want to be around people. That's what's going to happen guys. All right. Hopefully you got some value out of this. The last thing we want to do before we wrap today is share something we like to call the whistle widget of the week. This is something we're utilizing in our business that helps us save time, make more money, or just have more fun. What do you got for us today, Brian? So again, I'm going to go back to another keyboard shortcut. I am a Windows user. I saw you do this on your Mac and I was blown away. Um, I was using Emojipedia.com uh, um, and that was how I was finding my emojis on my computer. Uh, that was fine, but I have to go to another website and search, and it's kind of a pain in the ass. I saw Kyle do it with some sort of keyboard shortcut on his Mac. I don't know what it was, um, but then I learned on PC, it's Windows in the period button. If you do that, it will bring up a small emoji um, pop-up. Um, you can type, start typing thanks or thumbs up, and it'll, it'll filter it for you. Um, and now I am able to use emojis on my computer with ease, with literally press of two buttons. So that's mine. It's Windows period on the Windows PC. Kyle, what is it on the Mac? Command, I don't, Command Shift Spacebar, I think. Oh, Windows is way easier. I think, <laughs> I don't even remember to be honest with you. Do you use it anymore? Yeah, I use it all the time. It's like, I don't even think it just. It, it's it's your fingers use it, not your. Yeah, not your I'm not even thinking. All it right, just let's, happens. let's uh, Tom, can you, can we figure that out later and we'll just put it up on the screen? What was I going to share? I forgot. Uh, the new... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> For those of you that are on an iPhone, you've had this little red bubble sitting in your settings for a while now, and it's iOS 14. And iOS 14 is badass. Okay. There's a lot of things. There's like widgets and all this stuff, but I want to focus on the, what it adds for iMessage because this, I think, is the most valuable part of what they added in iOS 14. So there are three key features. Two of them make it very similar to Facebook Messenger. And then the third thing makes it really easy to make sure you don't forget about conversations. So number one and two um, that are kind of something I think they took from Facebook Messenger is 
you end up in these group threads. I got one thread right now that's 30 people is the max. We have 30 people in this group. There ends up being so many conversations that are happening. It's hard to keep track of things sometimes. So what's really cool is you can now reply to a specific message within a text thread. So you could go back to where Mary said, uh, yeah, I do want to come to the event. Are there any rooms available? And I could go and long press on her message and then hit the reply button and say, hey, yeah, Mary, there's the master bedroom is still available. It's thousand bucks. Do you want it? And now master bedroom is not available. Master bedroom is not. It's always the first room to go. Fun fact. Um, and now I can reply specifically to her message. So now when I post my reply, it'll show the message above that I'm replying to. So it makes it clear. So when you're in a text thread, it doesn't get lost. And people are like, what the hell are you talking about? Because you're responding to something that was sent like two hours ago. And there's been 36 messages since then. So that reply feature uh, is really cool. Another one allows you to tag people now. So if you just, let's say Brian Thomas and I are in a text thread together, I could go in there and hit the at symbol and type B-R-Y-A-N and it'll pull Brian's name up and I can tap on that. And what it'll do is send an extra notification to Brian, letting him know that he was tagged in that text conversation um, to make sure that he gets alerted of it. So I love both of those features. Those exist in Facebook Messenger. Now they exist in your iMessage, which is a really nice plus. And then the third one, and the one I think is the most valuable, I typically send and receive about 10,000 text messages a month. Uh, it's very, very easy to open a text message and forget about it and say like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back to that one later and, and just not do it. So now when you're in, a, um, in your iMessage, you could just swipe over to the right and there'll be an option to pin. And now you could pin up to nine conversations at the top. So what I like to do is as I'm having conversations, if I open a text and I don't have time to respond to it right then and there, I'll pin that to the top. That reminds me, hey, that's almost like a to-do list, right? Mm -hmm. Those are the, or star, right? Like star messages in Gmail that are important that I gotta come back to later. So I'll just pin that to the top. And that reminds me, oh, I gotta go back and hit all these pinned messages at the top and I don't forget about anything. So it stops things from slipping through the cracks. So. Now, that little red bubble that's been sitting in your settings for the last two weeks, like, click it and up, upgrade to iOS 14. It's badass. Yes. Yes. Cool. Well, hopefully you guys got value out of this today. If you have questions you want to have us answer on a future episode of the show, you can always go to thewhistleway.com. You can uh, submit your questions on there. You can join our Facebook group and find out about things we're working on in the office. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel. Again, make sure to give us a thumbs up on YouTube. Subscribe on there and uh, give us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate that stuff. It helps us a ton. Uh, you can join our referral network and find out about upcoming events like our Media Mayor Mastermind, which is a 16-hour course going super deep into video. Again, that's on thewhistleway.com. I just want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of the Whistleway Podcast. Talk to you soon.